This is Bailey Zappi, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the Epic Roster Watch Podcast, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. I'm Alex Dunlap here, of course, with the Trash Man for the Week 8 Waiver Wire edition of the podcast. We'll also be answering any questions that you guys might have as far as who to drop uh, this week for any of the hot waiver pickups or any trade questions, anything you got, uh, put them in the chat. We'll be happy to answer throughout the course of the show. Of course, just at the quick – at the. <laughs> Here at the top, a quick reminder that we uh, are asking for your reviews on Apple Podcasts. So thanks to you guys who have given us reviews. Uh, if you can continue to do so, that would be very, very, very helpful. We've been happy to bring you this content for free here on YouTube and on the podcast feed. This, the Tradecast, everything else. Uh, all we ask is that you give us a review on Apple Podcasts. That's what our marketing people keep asking. We got Ronald Martinez in the chat saying, what's up? Ronald Martinez, thank you so much for the uh Great swag, trash me. Did did you receive your uh, your goodies from Ronald Martinez? No, my wife has already stolen half of mine, so I I would have offered you some of mine, but it's just like I can't even get my hands on half this stuff. She always keeps the hats. Um, so he says to he says to <laughs> I already sent you his address. Look in your DMs, Ronald. Uh, we got we got Minion into the chat. Uh, Minion, how 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 are you, brother? Happy Tuesday to you, my friend. Um, trash man, what do you think? Overall view on the waiver slate this week? To me, it feels like another one of these weeks when we're looking at it from a um, looking at it from a you know from a macro perspective. Not the best of weeks. Not I mean, at all in week. Uh, like guys who you know kind of took a backseat in week seven seem to you know be back on the scene in week eight. Some of them, at least. Um, due to some injuries and some trades. Um, so I think, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a week where you can revisit some, some old names. Yeah. But, I mean, but there's some new names, right? I mean, well, I guess old and I mean, Gus Edwards, old name, same as the new name. I don't know. Like, but Gus, I feel like it feels like he's the consensus top pickup this week. And to me, it makes sense why, um, let me just pull up the Ravens just so I can look at the look at the snap counts and see how much Kenyon Drake did. So Kenyon Drake was in on 27% of snaps here on the snap counts, targets, and touches tool. Gus Edwards only played 36% of snaps, but did get the one target, 16 touches, yeah, 66 Drake yards. Yeah, playing in mud this week, though, compared that, to what, Isn't that weird how that can just happen with these guys? Like, I guess when you're was, 32 and you have a big week. Yeah, <laughs> no, man. It's, uh, the next one. 
it's it was like it was like he like he completely fooled us, man. It's can you? It's 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 the. Well, no, it's, I just the, think it's just like he just had one no. good week in him, and he's gonna have to take a week off. It's the Kenyan Drake gl- gl- gaslighting of America. We've been it, gaslit. What happens when you get into your thirties? You know, you have a you have a good week, have a good workout, then maybe you got to take the next one a little bit uh, easier. Wait, wait, wait till you tip into your young forties. I tell Kenyan Drake. I'm wor- I'm worried now if somebody just tipped into his 40s. Like I'm worried now about like just going to the gym. I see these guys at the peak of their powers, right? At the absolute peak of their physical powers, playing football like DK Metcalf or um, JC Jackson, right? This last week, just running down a football field, and their their knee just go like it's a non-contact injury. It's like, what the hell am I doing? Thinking I can go run, go down to the field downstairs and go run sprints. <laughs> I'm going to tear an ACL or something. Not well, no, those guys are built like finely tuned machines. So, I mean, one little thing is awry and the whole, and the whole machine goes out of whack. Whereas us, you know, you can have a few things go wrong. Well, actually I took my, um, I did a, I did a, one of these genetic things. Well, I did it a long time ago, but you get updates and like, Selling off, selling off your DNA to all the big had, tech companies. What, what am I going to use it for? <laughs> um, and um, it's, I mean, like my my uh, my history, my family history. I mean, it's, it's it says like you're like elite athlete, like uh, makeup. And I just sat there wondering what went wrong. <laughs> well, you're the one who always says that you could you could tackle Adrian Peterson one out of ten times if you guys were running down a shoot together. Hey, I, I, I do think that if I'd gone that route, I could have I could have maybe done something. Uh, uh, Min, Minion Hunter. Well, I I did attempt to go that route and I didn't do a damn thing. <laughs> um, so Minion Hunter says Gus will get used Thursday, then New Orleans, then New Orleans, and then has a bye week. So coming up this week. Gus Edwards it is at Tampa Bay. So not a great matchup versus the run. But then again, Jesus, you saw what Deontay Foreman – and yeah, that's another thing. Deontay Foreman, Chuba Hubbard, two other guys right here at the very top. You saw what the, those guys were able to do. That's a tough – that's usually a tough run defense. So you got to think that they're probably going to bounce back Tampa Bay. And then New Orleans. We know that New Orleans has always um, generally been tough against the run. But as of this week, they're showing up as a borderline top 12 matchup. I think that's because they're facing Las Vegas and that game has a 49 and a half point total. One of the higher totals on the board, the matchup tool brings in those team totals. I am curious why you like Edwards more than Foreman in this situation. Uh, Just because uh, I don't think the JK Dobb will, for one, I like the player that's on the better football team, right? On the better football team. Panthers just beat Tampa Bay. Come on. That thing is going (laughs) to – that's a dead cat bounce from Steve Wilkes. You know Um, how these teams play. No, I get that. But then who's going to – who's coming to take Foreman's spot? Well, Chuba Hubbard played – you know, Chuba Hubbard was playing pretty well before he got hurt. I mean, but there's nobody – coming – I mean, J.K. Trash me. They're both in the same tier. They're both in the same tier. There's no J.K. Dobbins coming back. For probably another five weeks. In Carolina. Well, right, but there is a Chuba Hubbard that already exists that's probably not going to miss too much time. I mean, but there's already Kenyon Drake who exists in Baltimore. There's already Justice Hill who exists in Baltimore. Yeah, dude, but he's a Gus bus, and he scores touchdowns, and he looked good. He looked spry. Like, you didn't think he looked good last week? I mean, Deontay Foreman's no slouch. I mean, he's a good running back. 
I I understand. You're telling me about it. like Deontay's good. I, I, I mean, I'm it's not, like, I'm not like a, that's why I'm curious. I I I know Deontay's good. He's playing on a crap football team. It's gonna be starting like literally. He's gonna get a Wilson. ton of touches every week. Who knows? Chuba Chuba Hubbard is Chuba Hubbard is still there. We don't know the extent of Chuba's injury. I mean, and Chuba Hubbard was getting most of the most of the work early on. They were using those guys as thunder and thunder and lightning stuff. It's gonna be 50-50 split. It's gonna be hard to know what the game script's gonna be like any single week. I just, I mean, uh, to me, give me the just. It, it feels like a toss up. Certainly, Deontay's the, the better football player, but when everything feels like a toss up to me, it's like I, I side with the guy who's on the better football team. So uh, I just, I think those two guys, they're they're in the, ex- I stuck them in the exact same fab tier as as one another. I think it's, I think it's fine to, I think it's fine for you to have your, one of them prioritized over the other if you have a strong feeling. Me, I'm a huge Deontay no, Foreman I fan. Just, I mean, I, I was just curious as to as to what the, what the uh, distinction was for you? It just came down to the better football team, the better football team. So look, I, I we have another what five weeks before Dobbins comes back. Week eight, nine, ten. I mean, we're talking week twelve or thirteen before we even it have to deal be, with it that. It could stuff. be another. It could be four weeks. So let's see. We're super C and super C and B challenger. Shut your way, Mike Evans and Jerry Judy. For Derrick Henry PPR, I have good wide receiver depth. Yes. Trash man, do you agree? I do agree. Yep. Then I think now's the time to trade away Judy after, you know, you say like, dude, look at the big game he had with, with Brett Rippon. I mean, imagine well, what he's going to do. Looks like Judy Judy might get traded anyways in real life. Let's see. Lost Breeze, DK, and Joku, 14-team league with eight-man bench, could use some deep RB stashes. Zeke is now my number one with Edmonds completely phased out. Well, Edmonds is just droppable at this point. You know, we were we were, we were saying that last week. Uh, deep stashes. I mean, look, you could, with the Jacksonville stuff, I think that it would make plenty of sense, given Travis Etienne's injury history, to go and pick up Jamichael Hasty or Snoop Connor this week. One of those guys is going to end up working in. I don't think they're going to just give Travis Etienne ninety five percent of snaps. Right off the bat, uh, you could go. You know, if you I need mean, immediate you could help, maybe Jarek McKinnon. I don't, um, yeah, I, I, I just I think that he'll probably be probably be rostered in that kind of league. What about? Uh, um, I I would say Kyron Williams, but if you need immediate help, that's not going to work because they have Sean um, Bay. Maybe Jalen Warren if he's available. About him, yeah. If do you think he'll be available in a fourteen teamer? I'm not maybe. sure if he'll be available. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I look at the Jacksonville guys. I mean, maybe I, I, Isaiah Spiller. Isaiah Spiller, that would be a great one. I would also see if Damian Williams was dropped in your league and nobody's picked him back up, he'll be eligible to return from IR pretty soon. Did you already say Kyron Williams? Yeah, well, Kyron Williams, the only thing is that McVay said that it's – he says that there's – they haven't turned on the 21-day window for him to, to, to return yet. And he says that he doesn't necessarily see that as being anything imminent. So we're like a week away from being three weeks away with Kyron Williams. It's almost like you're, you know what I mean? It's like you're stashing him. That's a stash for late, late, late season. And who knows what's going to be going on with the Rams by then. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's tough, man. It's, it, it's, it's tough out there in these streets. Trash man had an interesting addition to this. I, one guy that, that will be available in a 14-team league will be Marlon Mack, who got picked off of the San Francisco 49ers practice squad. The 49ers don't need him anymore. You know, now that they got Elijah Mitchell coming back, most importantly, they got CMC. They got Jeff Wilson, who they like. They were mixing in Tyrion Davis-Price this last week. So 
he was able to get picked off from the the um, from the 49ers practice squad to the Denver Broncos. Here's the thing. Latavius Murray sucks. And Mike Boone's hurt. And Melvin Gordon, they hate. So, like, I, I actually thought that was a sharp with the with all the complaints I had to trash me in today about the waiver out sheet here. I'm like, damn, trash me. It's a great idea to put Marlon Mack here at the very bottom. Um, so hopefully that'll hopefully that'll help you out some, uh, Daniel Schaefer. Sorry about losing. I I lost Brees and DK in one league too, man. It's 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 tough, tough, tough out here. Um, the BDA asked he picked up Gus last week. He got an offer of Pickens for Gus today. Oh gosh. He has Henry, Swift, Connor, and Henderson already. Do you pull the trigger? I, I mean, I probably – well, I mean, Swift has to see back. I don't know. How soon is – no. I mean, you, you, you need I mean, that depth Connor's right now. going to get hurt again. Yeah, and Swift. Henderson, I mean. Yeah, I say keep, 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 keep Gus, man. Um, let's see. How long is DK out for, Sess, Minion Hunter? Now, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But – you know, the initial fear was an ACL. What they found out that it was a bone on bone bruise, something enough to do. Minion, you're the neuroscientist, man. You should be telling us some kind of bone on bone patellar thing. And Dr. David Chow says that he could be back by week 10. More likely, he's back by week 11. He thinks that he thinks the latest would, would be week 12. So that's Ron that's, Large. That's DK Metcalf. Ronald Martinez says, Hey, trash man, size medium. <laughs> vote for your swag. What what is it? A large? Is it a yeah, large? I, I like oversized though. Okay. Uh here's Minion Hunter again. He says Dobbins out four to six weeks. He elected to get surgery to come back earlier. Harbaugh said at, after the game, four to six weeks. I don't feel good about Dob I don't, I don't feel good about Dobbins either. We 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 talked about it last week. As a guy that I mean, you could legitimately, if you needed to, you could think about you could think about dropping. Okay, a better stash, OBJ or Fuller. Only care, Jesus, don't stash either of these guys. Go stash, um, go stash Jamison Williams from the Detroit Lions if you're looking for a deep threat monster that could help you down the stretch. Um, let's see. Uh, super. Of those two, I would say OBJ though. Coming off of a coming off a late year ACL, and who's he going to go play for? The Rams. They're bringing back Van Jefferson, who I added onto the cheat sheet. I think that he's somebody. Also, does Michael Thomas play football? Uh, there's a, there's a, isn't there a Mike Thomas that plays for the the, the Bengals? Bengals. Yeah. So, so te- technically, yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think Chuba goes in the, I got my neighbor, I got my neighbor, Mo, who hopefully he'll listen to the podcast a little bit later. He keeps texting me questions. Maybe I'll we'll just answer him here on the pod so we can, we can do it. So need a tight end to tie me over till Njoku comes back. Your thoughts. The guys who are available in his league, who he just texted me, are Cole Komet, Hunter Henry, Kate Auten. Um, tough, tough out here. Um, Jordan Akins, Ian Tom. I mean, I would say out of all those guys, I think I like Kate Auten the best. I don't think Cameron Brace can be coming back anytime soon. Um, uh, so, yeah. And Mo, yeah, Mo, I'll call you about that later, man. Maybe we could work out some kind of trade or something. I feel bad for Mo. He he lost Brees Hall. He lost Brees Hall and Njoku last week. Uh, ML is saying, yeah, guys, <laughs> Jameson's long gone. This is FSPC, FFPC main event. Okay, I mean, but 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 between the, look, the NFL is has soured on Fuller. I don't think he's ever going to play again. Teams are acting like, hey, dude, we're not going to come around and court this dude and. 
we're we're not gonna we're not gonna come around here and act like we have to talk this guy back into playing football. He seems like he doesn't want to play anymore. So clearly OBJ wants to play. So I would say OBJ would be the better stash than him. Is there any other like late season kind of? I mean, uh, FFPC main event. I mean, is, is, I mean, what about um, what Chris about in Dallas? What about um, James Washington? Maybe. Oh, when when is he due back? I don't know. That was just a name that popped into my head. What about what about what about? I mean, I, I wonder if Christian. I wonder if Christian Watson might be available in a, in a league like that. I doubt it. Well, I mean, Christian Watson hasn't done a damn thing. How long are people going to hold on to this guy? I mean, but he's he's appeared enough to be on someone's radar, or, you know, or have somebody add him in a, if they, you know, in a deep league. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, trying to think what I, I'm trying to think. I mean, it's just we're off the top of my head. It's just kind of hard. To, I mean, I guess the exact question. I, I guess I would go OBJ. Julio, Julio Jones, maybe. If it's like. If Chris, it's a trash man. If, if Christian wants, if Christian Watson is a, I would rather pick up Rashad Perriman if I'm taking that kind of player. Um, who do you like better, CD Lamb or Keenan Allen? Rest of season, I like CD Lamb better. Rest of season. Um, okay, any of the any of the rest of the stuff we'll talk about here at running back trash man before we um, before we move on to some of these wide receivers. Um, no, I think we've. Okay, so let's move on to wide receivers then, and I'll get the uh, I'll get the tool pulled up, which I probably should have had it before. Let me actually look at running back, make sure there's nobody we didn't talk about. I mean, oh, I, guess- yeah, I, I noticed that Alexander Madison's now available in 44% of leagues. People have been dropping him. If he's out there and you're, and you're not in desperate need right now, pick up Ale- Alexander Madison. Um, okay, uh, one quick question here from Benvolio. He's saying – Tyreek and Montgomery for JT and Amari Cooper, who wins? JT and Amari Cooper. Minion Hunter says, here's a tough question. Is AJ Dillon a drop? I will write him down. Is Chase Claypool a drop? I will write him down. We will go over those with Trash Man whenever we get to the very end of the show when we talk about the possible drops. Thank you for the uh, suggestions, Minion Hunter. All right, wide receivers. Uh, I we we've talked about him earlier. I think here at the very top, and I I don't know. I mean, Pickens is probably not available in your league, but if you know if he is, I think I like him better than Wandale Robinson. But it's just like I talked about on the serious show. It's like I wrote up in the Matthew Berry Fantasy Life newsletter this weekend. Wandale was set to see his routes explode. It's what happened. He's the Giants' best receiver. He's the Giants' second best skill player. He will be even when everybody is completely healthy. And Daniel Jones is actually looking kind of good. And this is a team with only one loss. You know, I mean, Wandale needs to be owned. He needs to be really needs to be owned. And the ADOT's going to be low. And it's, he's going to give you a bunch of these kind of little Hunter Renfro games. But the difference between a Hunter Renfro and, and a Wandale Robinson is what Wandale can do with the ball in his hands. I yeah, know he looks small. Take it yeah. to the house. I know he looks That's small. I know he looks brittle. Fast. And I know he doesn't really look that long speed fast because he's not his legs are so short right but he's quick as a hiccup and he can break into free space and we've just seen these guys whenever they can whenever they can break into free space like that with that kind of lateral agility they can create enough space to where they can make big 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 long runs it, it, it's, it isn't a down speed burner kind of thing he's not going to blow by guys like Tyreek Hill or one, or one of these dudes right even Rondale Moore he doesn't have Rondale Moore's speed but just he's so fast. He's so good with the ball in his hands. So 
we're going to want to get Wandale Robinson. I, I mean, I think with Pickens and Robinson, both of those guys, you can look at in the same sort of free agent budget acquisition range. We have Gallup up in that same kind of area, even though God trash me. What a, I played him in, I played him in showdown. This guy, I mean, did he even have a target? I think he had two. two? Peyton, he had as many targets, too. He had as many targets as Peyton Hendershot. Yeah, there was a weird – And two less catches. A weird game for him. I, I think it's just an aberration, really. He's, he's, been cucked by, he's been cucked by Noah Brown. I wouldn't say that. Why not? I mean, because it's only been one game with Dak. Well, yeah, it's been one game with Dak for everybody. I mean, but the thing is, I mean, he's still going to be in three wide sets. So, like, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's that kind of thing. Okay. Well, I mean, I I agree. I think he should be picked up. The Cowboys are actually looking like a good football team. Because the NFC is just so bad. I can't believe that. Like, what? Only four. What? Four is, teams what is, have above five hundred in the whole NFC, and three are in the NFC East. Yeah. And one's the Giants with the one lost Giants. Yeah, I think it's the NFC East in Seattle. <laughs> With Gino, it's like, yeah. come on, dude. Um, so, so, so weird. Uh, Tampa Bay's in first place in their division. Jahan Dotson probably needs to be picked back up. Um, I think that some of these guys are a little bit lower down the list. I mean, you could talk about any of these guys that you find interesting. I don't, I, I'm not going out of my way to Harris try Campbell, man. That's fine. It's just well, let's let's talk about how you think that Sam Ellinger taking over for Matt Ryan might affect Paris Campbell. Because just well, as Paris Campbell's getting going, we get Sam Ellinger, who look, I mean, it's in deep in, in deep super flex or in 14 team leagues. I think Ellinger's worth picking up. Dude, there's gonna be a game this year where Sam Ellinger rushes for 85 yards and two touchdowns and throws another. I, I, I like that is absolutely on the menu. It's absolutely happening. When it happens, who knows? You know. I mean, Paris Campbell, I mean, double-digit targets his last two games. And I don't think that was an artifact of Matt Ryan being the quarterback. I think it's been an offensive scheme change. I think it's been a change in the way they're running that offense. They're a lot more dink and dunk using uh, the pass like the run. Um, and I think that'll continue with Ellinger. Um, I think Paris Campbell's going to be, you know, a safety blanket for him. Um, so I'm optimistic about Campbell, you know, keeping up the good work okay i mean and look his i mean his snap counts are up he's getting the targets i just i don't know how much of that was an artifact of matt ryan's arm being completely shot and, but here's the thing sam ellinger is not it's not like he's going to be back there just dissecting the defense and trying to throw these deep out routes or anything i mean it could be that he's going for the easy kind of the easy underneath plays to a guy like paris campbell so it'll be but i mean if i know sam he's going to attach on to his best weapon and it's gonna be michael Pittman. the thing is like paris campbell it's he's not going to be an expensive get anywhere i mean i don't even know if you'll have to like <laughs> you could probably wait till waivers pass to pick him up in a lot of instances um but i think he's somebody worth stashing worth having on your on your bench nick perone asks he's lost chuba hubbard or deontay foreman alec pierce or paris campbell I would say uh, Foreman over Hubbard just because Foreman's, you know, For Foreman's better than Chuba Hubbard. And, and I think he's more likely to get goal line touches. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say, I don't know. Do, do you have a theory? I just, I Campbell. think we're just, I think we're just guessing. We're, I mean, you know, it, I, with Cam, I mean, just tar if you're just looking at target share from the past two weeks, 
It's, well, it's easily Campbell. Well, right. But we're having to project Sam Ellinger. I don't think Sam Ellinger is going to – look, man, I think Sam Ellinger is going to be taking the easy shots and then for the tougher stuff that he's going to need to get downfield, it's going to be to Michael Pittman, who actually has a really shitty average depth of target this year compared to what he's had had in seasons past. So I, I, I think Sam Ellinger is good for Pittman. He's going to trust him. He's going to – like that's just – Sam's going to have his guy, man. He just he, – he, he did every year at Texas. It was Jordan Humphrey. It was Devin Duvernay. It's like he has his guy, and I, I think his, his his guy will be Pittman. So, and I don't necessarily think that's going to be good for for um, Campbell, but I do think that his just general style of play is going to elevate Campbell. Maybe not to where Matt Ryan had him these last couple of weeks, but at least above where he was that bait that just basement baseline that he was at to start the season, where he was completely unplayable. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, Pierce, I think, is only averaging around three or four targets. There were, but I mean, there, I think yeah, that people just remember that. I was, people remember that two to three game stretch, you know. Where no, he, I, I mean, I, I get it. I just, yeah. That whole offense is in di- just disarray. Yeah. John, dude, it's got to hurt you about Jonathan Taylor. You just, you, both of the main leagues that we play in with all I'm, the I'm, roster I'm, watch guys, you, you have them in those. I'm, I'm just like I'm hanging on for dear life, and well, just in one of them. But yeah, it's tough, man. I mean, it's it's tough. There there are a lot of good teams that are just struggling for just various reasons. And for mine, I had one who's just just get just getting off the mat. Big week this week with Brees Hall, and then you know you lose Brees Hall and you lose DK, and you just. Um, what about tight end? Yes, I, I see a Greg Dulcich up here at the very top. So you're fully bought in now. If he can do it with, if he can do it with with Brett Brett Rippin, he can do it with anybody, I guess. He came well, in and he's just like a situation where just like you know, young quarterbacks going to need a safety valve, and I feel like Dulcich can be that for him. Yeah, the, but he uh, also has the ability to stretch the field. Yeah, but who knows how long Brett Rippin's going to be in there? Yeah, even so, even when I mean, Russell's in there, he's he's Denver's best tight end. Oh God! Well, dude, Albert O's been a healthy scratch these last couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad I never bought bought into Albert O. Like, I mean, people were people were completely bought into Albert O. I don't know. It might be like a David and Joku situation where I don't know. Maybe he's just not ready yet. Da- a, a David and Joku situation where he'll be good for half a season somewhere and then go get hurt, <laughs> or just disappear. <laughs> You know. Uh, okay, so we have we have um, question here: Flex Hopkins or ETN this week? We we don't know. Sorry, we'll be able to answer we'll be able to answer that question a whole lot better on Thursday. So if you come to the site, just come just come to the site. Look at Trashman's Flex rankings. Ask us in the comment section. Look at our rankings. My my, this isn't a we don't even like we haven't done our expected points model. We like we haven't even put in rankings yet. So. Um, some of these teams, I'm still I'm still familiarizing myself with who's playing who. So let's just, I mean let's just see, Jack just for the sake of it, Jackson. So Jacksonville's playing Denver at home. Is this true? Jacksonville's three three point favorites, a thirty nine and a half point over under in that one. And then who else did he ask about? Hop Hopkins. That's going to be tough. So Hopkins is playing at Minnesota, forty nine point total. I mean, if it's people, I would say Hop, Hopkins based off of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. Ronald Martinez says, who do you think? Guys, Tyler Boyd, us balling. Hey, Mike Williams out for a while. 
who do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I don't get. I don't. I don't. I, I don't get it, Ronald. I, I'm not sure I understand the question. I do agree that Tyler Boyd bowled out, and I do agree that Mike Williams is 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 out for a while. Um, okay, Alberto values on a potential trade to Tampa Bay if he isn't traded and he's dust for the rest of this year. Says ML. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's he has to be traded. He's absolutely absolutely dead. Um, Ronald Martinez asks about James Robinson for the Jets. I mean, he. You know, I don't think it's not really germane to the waiver pod because he, he's not. You think he's available in like eighty, only like fifteen percent of leagues. But trash man, do you have general thoughts just about James Robinson to the Jets? Um, I, I, I feel like I still like Michael Carter as the lead there. I feel like James Robinson maybe is you know going to work in working in series, but I I still feel like Michael Carter is going to get the first crack. At, well, he certainly will for you know for the coming yeah, weeks. I, I think, but I th- th- this the fact that they put out the they put out the propaganda that they're doing this because they're all in on this season, and they're I mean I think they they, they think they're getting a good runner in James Robinson. It's not a Brees Hall. He's not going to be a guy that's going to break you in half with one run. So it's going to be different. You know, it's it's going to be different. But well, they're they going to keep doing everything that they can just to keep Zach Wilson. Well, that's from, what I'm saying. That they're the this team this offense is predicated on the run. So. I think that both of those guys will get plenty of touches. Yeah. Um, who do you think the replacement is for Mike Williams? Okay, so here's how you look at it for this. It's pro- I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be Joshua Palmer because DeAndre Carter, you know, he plays special teams and plays mostly in the slot. Joshua Palmer did miss last week and is questionable though. So keep an eye on keep an eye on that. I want to look at the snap counts and just see who it was that picked up the extra slack last week. After he went out, it's actually it's a good question. Um, Jalen something? No, because don't you remember they they brought in they brought in Michael Band yeah Bandy, so Michael Bandy got fifty nine percent of snaps. But I'm not. I mean, you can't you can't go there. I mean, I would I would say if if Palmer's available in your league, that's the way to go. But DeAndre Carter is one of these guys that some people will talk about. You have to realize though, with Keenan Allen healthy, DeAndre Carter's up. You know, he's a he's a he's a redundant piece out of the slot. Um, okay, trash man. Anything else to tie in? Do you want to talk about quarterback defense? I'll throw you some of these players that people will or will not get permission uh, from you Justin, to drop. Well, quarterback Justin Fields starting to make strides to being startable, you know, and on a he actually, day. dude. I mean, I always give Justin Fields shit. I will just I will say this in that game versus New England. He actually had some like he actually played well. And he, do you know, dude, his offensive line is so bad. His wide receivers are junk. I mean, they are pure junk. They are doing him no favors. They're doing him no favors. Justin Fields is a candidate to possibly go on and have a good career later on if he doesn't get broken by what's happening right now in Chicago. If he overcomes this and he's actually good, it's gonna mean that Fields is actually really, really good. Yeah. Um all right, here we go. Can you drop them? Some tough ones this week, as you can tell by the ones that Minion have already uh, pointed out. Can you can can you drop Romeo Dubs after he drops every ball that comes to him lately? I mean, you could drop him for a George Pickens, Ronald Robinson. Oh yeah, absolutely. Dude. I would. Johnson. Yes. Okay, uh, another Green Bay Packer, Aaron Rodgers with Buffalo on tap. 
Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has been a replacement level damn quarterback this year. I told the guy, I'm like, I was like, like, what's so wrong with going to picking up a Daniel Jones or something? Yeah, I mean, he's going to who's going to rush just for a pass. At his name, you know, the name recognition, but like, just looking at his stats, yeah, that's he's easily droppable. Somebody on the side asked about Joshua Palmer. We mentioned not to do that, right? Don't do that. Let's see what happens with 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 Big Mike's injury. Yeah. Okay. D. J- D. Jackson. No, it's not Deshaun. Deion Jackson, maybe somebody asked about Deion. Deion Jackson is he droppable now that yes, yeah, now that um, JT and Naheem Hines are both back, I think he's absolutely droppable. Jo- uh, Jonathan, Ke- Jonathan Kelly, Josh, I, I guess Joshua Kelly. He's hurt. Uh, he's out for the yeah. next three to four weeks. You can drop yeah. him. Jalen Warren, can he be dropped? I mean, it depends. I mean, yeah. I mean, you don't need to. Ha- I mean, he's there on your team for as a handcuff right i mean so you can drop them if you need to yeah a handcuff or a or a voodoo doll right depending on whether or not you have harris um i like to handcuff other people's players and call them voodoo dolls (laughs) um okay speaking of weird stuff man what's this weird stuff going on with robert woods you 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 always say you can't drop him now you can finally drop him huh you can drop him. I mean, like, are they going to turn to Malik Willis? Honestly, you can drop anybody on the Tennessee offense other than Derrick Henry, dude. Uh, but I mean, hey, but hey, we didn't we didn't mention it much during the actual show. But like, I'm I'm going to try and pick up Traylon Burks the, this this week in leagues where he's been dropped. They're talking about him coming back week nine, just just to see, just to see. Maybe in that FFPC league that dude ML was in, maybe somebody dropped Traylon. I doubt it. But yeah. I mean that'd be an awesome that'd be an awesome deep perspective flyer to pick up. Um okay, Minion Hunter asked about uh Chase Claypool. I would not drop well if it's not a PPR league, you can drop. Here's the two toughest ones, dude. AJ Dillon. He's he's been miserable. He's been an anchor for your fantasy Drop football because otherwise you just have a headache about whether you're going to play him every week. I mean, dude, to me, I've, I, to, here's the thing: kids. I've thought about this a ton because I I definitely do have, I definitely do have trade. I definitely do have AJ Dillon in one league, and I've tried to play him. I've benched him. I've tried. You know, I've I've thought about playing him. I've definitely usually gotten wide receivers in in the in the flex ahead of him. But the more and more I think about it, I know this is called which one, what's the fallacy called, trash man? It's not the gambler's fallacy, but it's the the one we've put so much into something already that you're not the sunk cost fallacy. I know that that exists, right? I know that that's a thing. I know that this is me saying I've put so much into it. I'm not just going to give it up now after putting it, you know, putting this much into it. I'm going to keep investing into it. I know that that's a fallacy and it's bad. But I also know that when I go to Las Vegas and that damn thing has been red for the last 20 rolls it's gonna be black with the next roll yeah. right it just is but it's but see that's the gambler's fallacy yeah i just the, I, the offense isn't good my, enough my, right dude, now my, dude when it, aaron jones is getting all the action i yeah you can drop aj dill i just i don't think you can because i think and i know that i know so even the sunk cost fallacy aside right i think that they got him for his snow tires Right. And it's about to get cold up there. It's about to get cold. 
So, <laughs> so just, <laughs> so just, let's, let's, so, 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 so let's get rid of the sunk cost fallacy. Let's go to the whole pray for the snow tires narrative. And we'll move on. We'll move on. I mean, to the that. thing is, the Packers are getting healthier in their offense. They're getting more players back. That's and maybe they'll be in scoring position more often. Maybe. Snow, snow tires, snow tires. Here's the here's the hardest one, the hardest one, because he plays on a football team that throws the football. Sometimes, you know, they're down all game by two scores. And they throw the football like 16 times all damn game. And it doesn't look like they're going to change one bit from it because that's what Arthur Smith does. And somebody in our comment section should seriously ask this trash man. Can he drop Drake London? Oh, well, you can't play him. 